if you want to start a podcast where you want to talk about your favorite TV show and make commentary about it or to, or talk about what's going on into life, go to Spotify for podcasters. All you got to do is just um, sign up for free and talk about if you talk about your opinion and express yourself. I mean, Spotify for podcasters. I mean, if you want to be, if you want to talk about something, though, we can talk about it. We'll listen. Spotify for podcasters on Spotify. You are now listening to Twisted, a Law and Order SVU podcast where we recap and break down past episodes of Law and Order SVU. You can hear us out on Spotify, Anchor FM, WordPress, or in any other streaming service. And now, here's your host, Brian Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? This is BD Rose, and welcome to Twisted, a Law and Order SVU podcast where I recap episodes of Law and Order SVU. So, uh, we know the Super Bowl's over, and the Kansas City Chiefs won again. I mean, um, I was not, I'm not into the Super Bowl thing, but um, I'm a New York Giants fan. And my favorite color is blue. But if the Giants wasn't super, were in the Super Bowl, I watch it. But you know, anyway, you know, I'm not a Kansas City fan, anything like that. So I mean, I mean, I saw the final minutes of the game, and I seen the overtime thing though, and then Kansas City came from behind and all that stuff. So anyway, um, they got like um Taylor Swift. She, I mean, one of the players is dating Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift Swift is a distra- is, is to me Taylor Swift is a distraction. I mean, this is like Karen, the white girl thing. I don't know. I don't want to get into that, though. Please. Taylor Swift, man, I'm a girl. I'll push you to the side. She's like Giselle Bunchen and um, it's like Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady, whatever. I mean, it's like a celebrity couple or whatever. But anyway, recently uh, I was watching the, the, um, Netflix, and you got you to gotta check out this new series. There's this new series there's this new mini series called Griselda. It shows you the the rise and fall of um, this co- so-called cocaine godmother Gisela Blanco, and she's played by Sofia Vergara. And I was binge watching the the whole mini series, and I gotta say it's amazing. And you know it's crazy. I mean, I mean you know that actress. Though, I mean she just. Knocked it out of the ballpark. I mean, she is like raw, emotional, foul mouth, and all that shit. I mean, that's like a complete one eighty from the Bimbo Gloria from Modern Family. So, and you know, Griselda is it's and it's a, it's probably number one on the Netflix Netflix streaming services, and it's part of the top ten in the past couple of weeks. So, yo, check this out. You got you got to watch Griselda, the new Netflix miniseries. And you see Sophia Vergara, I mean, uh, she be acting her ass off. I mean, someone give this woman an Emmy. I mean, are you see she she's smoking, she's um or she was get got get on crack and get all violent and shit like that though. But yo, yo, man, I would say it's 
amazing. You know, you gotta check it out though. If you haven't seen Griselda, I mean, if you have Netflix, go watch um, Griselda and you can binge, binge watch it or whatever, man. I mean, it's only six episodes. And I gotta let you know that uh, most of the stories are inaccurate and the timeline is uh, off. In other words, though, in other words, to make it short, though, it's like a semi-fictionalized, semi-fictionalized version of um, Griselda Blanco and stuff like that, though. But, you know, I mean, they have certain events there, but the timeline's all messed up. So, and, you know, Michael Corleone, though, he says that uh, some of the stuff is inaccurate. And he recently sued uh, Sofia Vergara and the producers over the Griselda miniseries, but they squashed it. But if you haven't seen Grisella, though, if you have Netflix, go check out Grisella and see if you can binge watch it. But I mean, it, 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 it's it will get you hooked. All right. Now, let's get into today's today's episode. All right. All right. All right. This is Law and Order SVU season six, episode 19, Intoxicated. And it aired on NBC on March 15th, 2005. So, um, anyway, the, the, you, know, you know, after this episode, you know, SVU went on a hiatus. So, we, I'm going to get into that um, probably has been the hiatus for the next several weeks because they want to put in like a, another TV show on there. So, I'm going to get to that after I finish with this episode. So, anyway, we're in the cold open right, or cold open right now. And um, we have we're in this uh, bedroom, and this girl is having sex with her boyfriend, and under the covers, and um, it turns out that um, the girl's name happens to be Carrie, so she's in there. I know her and her boyfriend. You know they um they 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 they're getting the freak on and shit like that. And next thing you know, this as Carrie's mother bust burst into busted it Carrie's mother bust bust in the bedroom and she called him red-handed and the mom is played my mom is that's her mother is um mrs eldridge or something like that and she's played by um and by the way we have a who's that girl so who's this um girl playing um carrie's mother mrs eldridge why don't you just kick the door down ma'am these detectives are from the Special Victims Unit. Detective Stabler, my partner, Detective Benson, can you tell us what happened? I caught that man raping my daughter. Did she tell you that she was raped? No. Ma'am, we can't arrest your daughter's boyfriend for having sex with her if she consented. He's 21. She's 15. That's statutory rape. I know the law. Yeah, that happens to be um, Kathy Moriarty. Uh, did I say it right? Kathy Moriarty. Okay, yeah, so she's um better than actress. I mean, you've seen her in Raging Bull, Casper, and there was this other movie she did. It was like an independent movie that she did back in 2017, 2018, 2019. Was it Patty Cakes or something like that? I don't know, though. So anyway, she plays Carrie's mother. So let's go back to... The opening scene, we were over cold open. And <clears throat> but Carrie's mother, Mrs. Eldridge, she catches Carrie in bed having sex with her with her boyfriend. And then next thing you know is the mother 
the mother lashes out at uh, Carrie's boyfriend. He was like, "What the fuck are you doing to my daughter, you perp? Yeah, you, yeah, what are you fucking, what the fuck are you doing to my daughter, you pervert?" And and he was like, "Nothing." And and then she will go like, "You you go you coming in here raping my daughter, you pervert?" And then next thing you know is that um she takes his clothes away and stuff like that. And he's he was like, "Um, I'm leaving." And next thing you know that. Mrs. Eldridge was like, you're not going nowhere. And then he takes his clothes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So that's crazy. And um, because in her mind, you know, she said that he he caught her in the heat. You know, she caught him in the act raping his, um, his raping her daughter. So, <clears throat> excuse me, the ne- in the next scene, Benson Stabler come in and um you know, Mrs. Eldridge tell, claims that um, that um, that the the man was raping her daughter and stuff like that, though. And Benson's like, "Did she? Um, did she? How did she react to something like that?" And um, however, though, did she did she say stop? And um, Mrs. Eldridge was like, "No." And then Benson says that um, we can't proceed if you if your daughter consented. And then Mrs. Eldridge was like, "She she's fifteen, he's twenty one. That's statutory rape. I know the law." Next thing you know is that um, they try to figure out where the boyfriend is, and she, Mrs. Mrs. Eldridge tells him that um, she threw she threw the, the um, rapist clothes away. And next thing you know, Sailor goes to the rooftop. He finds uh, this the Carrie's boyfriend who goes by the name of Justin. He's sitting out there in the snow, wearing nothing but a blanket over him, and and as Justin was like, "Oh my goodness, it's freezing, it's cold." I mean, this is Eldridge is crazy, man. He thinks I raped her daughter, stuff like that. Though I feel, I feel like a freak. I feel like a freaking popsicle over here. It's cold. It's like thirty degrees, man. I, I'm about to turn into like a ice cream popsicle, man. And Sabler, he tries to, yeah, ask um, Justin to get up and, and bring him out the roof. And then we go through the opening credits now. Okay, we're at the precinct right now. And next thing you know is that uh, Carrie and uh, her boyfriend, Justin, they're being interrogated at the same time and stuff like that, though. So it turns out that um, Carrie's in love with this her 21-year-old boyfriend, Justin. And, and however, she probably could have said it, but the mother sees it differently. Cause he's thinking that uh, he's thinking that Justin would, that Justin was is raping her daughter because she's underage. She she and then she you know she doesn't you know the Justin's mother or who goes by the name of um what you say um uh, I think it was um like Kath is uh, Eldridge or by the name of I think the mother's name goes by the name of um I think it was um Miss Eldridge I think it was um Thai. Denise, you know, like Denise Huxtable, Denise Huxtable from the Cosby Show. So anyway, they had the precinct. Let's go back to the story. So Act One: Carrie and Justin are being interrogated by separately by Benson and Sabler. So next thing you know, that Carrie's mother comes in. She wants to, she wants to protect her at all costs and something like that. Though, however, though, next thing you know is that the Carrie. And her mother, they get into an argument. However, though, next thing you know is that um, Benson tells him that um, yeah, she can't be, she can't be, um, 
she 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 consented though. I mean, that says that she didn't do anything wrong and stuff like that. But the mother sees it differently. So, however, Benson also mentions that she was gonna get that Carrie should be examined, and you know, Mrs. Eldridge didn't waste no time because she's ordering her daughter to go get a uh, get, get a rape kit or a, get get or get tested or, or examined or whatever what you would call it though. However, though, next thing you know is that um, we next thing he shows up. We at the hospital right now, and guess who shows up? Carrie Carrie's um. We used to say um, they call it um, her. The Carrie's um, child, you know, um, Carrie's um, children's rights lawyer um, Simone Bryce, and I forgot the actress's name, but she has red hair and all this stuff. So, so the um, uh, you know the children's rights attorney Simone Bryce, um, she tells the Mrs. Eldridge and the doctor that Carrie should not be examined though. And you know that uh, Mrs. Eldridge is pissed off about that though, stuff like that though. So and next thing you know is um, Benson is there and also I think I think um Detective Benson got in contact with um Simone Bryce, uh children's rights attorney and all that stuff, you know, because I mean somehow, you know, I mean I think Carrie's consented. I mean Detective Benson did siding with Carrie or Olivia, Olivia is siding with Carrie, right? So I know, I mean, Mrs. Eldridge don't even like that thing, though. I mean, she's pissed off, though, because she's trying to be protect, uh, over the protective mother. And I don't know, father just left in a while, so I don't know what about that, though. So we're at the squad right now, and Benson and Stabler, they have a talk and they have a debate about the statutory rape case because. Benson says that Carrie consented, and so it's not her fault. I mean, she's falling in love with the guy, and Stabler sees it in another way. I mean, Stabler is a father of four kids, and and he know. I mean, he says that Justin is 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 he's, he's saying that Justin is breaking the law because you have like a twenty one year old grown ass man. You is sleeping with an underage girl. That's, that's the law and all that stuff, though. I mean, come on, y'all. So anyway, um, uh, so anyway, next thing you know is that the Cragen comes up to Benson, and Cragen uh, calls um Olivia Olivia to his office. So inside Cragen's office, though, Cragen asks her why she got in contact with uh, Simone Bryce, and because um. It was like, why you hook Carrie up with the with the lawyer or something like that? And Benson tells him that um, the that um, it was Carrie's consent and all that stuff, and then she she should have her own rights or whatever, something like that. Though, however, though there's some more evidence from Mrs. Eldridge. She has emails of having proof that um, that um, that Carrie's boyfriend Justin raped her. So that was crazy and something like that, though. So we're at Novak's office, and um, however, though, Benson talks to Novak, and Novak says that she, she isn't prosecuting Justin on a statutory rape. Turns out that even that Carrie consented, so it's, it's not as um, so it's not such a big issue or something like that. If Carrie didn't consent, then, then Justin will be charged with statutory rape. However, though, you know, it's, it's Carrie's in love with Justin. I mean, you're a teenager having fallen in love with a 20 
horny grown ass man, and you don't think there's nothing wrong with it? I mean, I don't know. She like falling in love with him and shit like that. I don't know what it is though. So the next thing you know is that we're outside the Mrs. Eldridge's apartment. She lives in the brownstone. Benson is able to do a walk and talk. The next thing you know, the neighbor comes out of the window. He said that he heard noises in from Mrs. Eldridge's um apartment and something like that. So they go upstairs in the brownstone. Benson and Stable come into the apartment, the kitchen. They find Mrs. Eldridge dead uh, on with blood pouring out on the dead floor. I mean, she, Mrs. Eldridge is found dead in, in the kitchen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you don't believe this. Your mother got mad because um, she she catches her daughter having sex with a grown-ass man. She goes after a grown-ass man. It's like he's raping, he's raping, he's raping her daughter, and and the next thing he knows is that she is gets beat down. Did Mike Tyson come in the apartment and beat the shit out of her? <laughs> nah, I don't want to blame Mike Tyson, but he's a brother anyway. So um, I don't know what it is. So we're at the act two right now, and uh, we have a crime scene going on. You got like uh, hollering sights, you know the crime scene people though. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Eldridge's body is on the damn floor. And guess what they found? They found a lamp was used as a murder weapon. Looked like someone beat the shit out of Mrs. Eldridge. And it, and, there, and then Mrs. Eldridge's skull was cracked open and blood was coming out. However, though, they, they found um, Justin's coat in the house. So it turns out that Justin is a suspect. Came and killed a mom. And next thing you know is that Carrie hasn't been seen at school. So it looks like that, um, you know, Justin kidnapped Carrie. Well, no, what happened was that Justin kidnapped Carrie after he killed her her mother. And they're on the run. So they got, you know, Finn comes in, Ice-T. Finn's come in saying that a car was stolen a couple blocks away. So we're on the street right now, though. They go and track down the stolen car and Benson Stabler stopped them and it turns out it was a different couple are in that car. So anyway, before we get into that though, all right, so they say that uh, that Benson Stabler talked to a witness. She said that she sees two people arguing before they sped off or something like that though. So next thing you know, they're on the street though. They tagged down this uh, car, which was probably stolen. No, they tagged down this car and they stopped the car and they ordered Justin and Carrie to come out. But it turns out to be another couple. And they, but a couple said that they witnessed Carrie and Justin. And they just found out that, that the car was probably even stolen and stuff like that, though. So anyway, um, we're at Bryson's office and uh, Detective Benson, she tells um, Simone Bryce that Justin killed Carrie's mother and then he adopted Carrie. So... However, Mrs. Bryce says, "I mean, that's not my problem. I mean, uh, I'm I'm just a, I'm just a children's rights attorney, man. I don't even know anything. They leave us alone and stuff like that, though." So we're at the, outside the courthouse. Benson and uh, ADA Novak, though, they have a talk. So she asked Novak for a subpoena and stuff like that on Justin. And um, however, though, it's like, um, yeah, you know, she not gonna do anything on Justin. I mean, because. Benson tells him that Justin and uh, Carrie are on the run. So, yeah, because Mrs. Eldridge is killed. So, she's not going to ask a subpoena because of the, about um, 
and the girl could set in, whatever. I don't know what it is, though. So we're at uh, Taru, and Morales is there, and he's checking the text messages on Justin's phone. So, and, you know, Justin and Carrie have been doing the test, and maybe the mom got involved. I don't know what it is, though. So, however, though, they um, check the text messages, and they go through the computer and the phones, and wires have some phone, phone lines. It turns out that the, the, the Justin and Carrie headed upstate. So, we're somewhere like upstate New York, but I don't know what the town is, though. So, Benson Stabler talked to the sheriff, sheriff and then she, the sheriff tells them that uh, Justin and Carrie were spotted. They were seen. They came and stopped for gas. So, however, though, uh, that um, we're at the restaurant, and the manager says that he knows Justin, and he sees a picture of Justin. And um, the restaurant manager says that Justin's parents have a summer home so in the cabin somewhere. That's like uh, miles away and all that stuff, though. So anyway, Benson and Stabler arrive at the cabin, snowing outside. It's nighttime. So they're, try- they're trying to see if Justin and Carrie are there. Are there. And guess what? They, they Justin and Carrie answered the door. So Carrie is found, and then they have to they decide to take her back to the city. But however, though, Stabler comes and arrests Justin and for the statutory rape of a minor. Oh my goodness. Now we're at the second half of the story right now, and we're back at the precinct, and Justin is there talking to Sabler. Justin denies killing Mrs. Eldridge and, uh, and all that stuff, though. So, and he blames it on the, you know, the children's rights attorney that happens to be Mrs. Bryce. Meanwhile, Carrie is interrogated in another room from Benson. Carrie claims that she loves Justin. But, um, however, it turns out that Carrie knows what happened to her mom and stuff like that, though. So, uh, I don't know. know. She's not saying anything. She's just keeping her mouth shut. So, there's something going on with these these two. I mean, I think you got Justin, though. He's um, protecting his girlfriend, Carrie. Carrie's not even saying anything. So, there's something going on here. Doesn't make no sense. So we're at the squad room, and um, however, though the, the you know the detectives though they have this idea they should contact Carrie's friends or something like that though. So, so we're at this um place called um school. I think it's, I don't know it's some school or something like that. I don't know where it is, but but um. Teacher tells them that Carrie has been absent from school for a couple of days, and she's not even focusing on all that stuff, though. And the teacher also mentions that um, she got in contact just at the Justin at his workplace. So we're at this uh, Justin's workplace. This is like a store called Consumer Rocks. I don't, I don't, Consumer Rocks. I don't know what the hell it is, though. So, so we're at the store where Justin works at, though. And the manager says that he only worked for 15 minutes, and then he left due to a family emergency. Somehow, it turns out that he, he was calling Carrie. So, we're back at Taru, and they get, like, a webcam video of Justin to Carrie. Next thing you know is that Carrie, got blood, Carrie has blood on her damn blouse. Oh, Carrie got blood on her blouse! <laughs>
Oh my goodness, there's something there's something that carried it and tell the detectives. I mean, no wonder why she's withholding information. I mean, she got blood on her damn shirt or blouse. Tells you something, tell you something though. She probably got something to do with it. She got maybe she has something to kill her mother. It's not it's 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 Carrie, not Justin that killed her, her mother. So however though, we're back at the precinct in the interrogation room. And they tell her the news that um, that he that he didn't kill he didn't that he didn't kill Carrie's mother Mrs. Eldridge, but he tells them that Carrie did, and Justin denies that he didn't say that it's I saying Carrie's my girlfriend I love her, and Justin isn't saying anything. However, though the detective Benson tells Carrie she'd murdered her mother or something like that though, and she, she keeps on denying this and all that stuff. I mean. You're, she was, Carrie was like, that's a bunch of bullshit. I never killed my mother or something like that, though. And then next thing you know is Benson breaks her down. And then Carrie admits, start crying, admits, all right, I killed my mother. I don't care if I go to jail. Do whatever you want to me. I don't even care. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So a couple minutes later, as soon as Carrie is being taken away, Justin tells her that, that, that that um, Justin tells her that that that, that um, that they saw her on the webcam, and next thing he knows that um, Carrie was like at first Carrie was upset at Justin, and however though, yeah, Justin tells her that uh, the detective saw you on the webcam. Next thing you know, Carrie turns to Detective Benson and lashes at her, saying like, "You lying bitch! You lying!" And then next thing you know, the day to restrain Carrie and she's being dragged away. Carrie's still pissed off, and she was getting ready to, she was getting ready to kick the Olivia's ass because she was lying to her shit like that. Though, oh my goodness, white girl going crazy. I mean, that's like Karen going crazy and shit though. So we're at the Act Four right now. Novak tells um, Benson Stabler that uh, Carrie has like some kind of a psych defense and stuff like that. So Dr. Wong comes in saying that, that Carrie has just lost control and all this stuff though, because I was just trying to figure out what's going on though. So he's gonna talk to her. So we're somewhere at the Rikers, whatever. Carrie is talks to Dr. Wong, saying that she developed some migraines since she was twelve. And she also claims that her mother made her miserable, stuff like that. So it's just that uh, she got the um, like mood swings and she got like some medication or whatever. I don't know what it is though. Next scene, uh, next scene, we're outside the courthouse. Dr. Wong and um, ADA Novak are having a walk and talk. Dr. Dr. Wong tells her that Carrie is suffering from PFBD. What the hell is PFBD? LGBX52. I mean, sound like Peter, Peter Frank's butter. I don't know what it is. Anyway, However, though, they, they say they're going to deal with the trial and stuff like that, though. So we're in the courtroom right now, and the trial's going on, and Justin's on, Justin is on the stand. So Justin tells uh, Simone Bryce that Carrie has, like, a different bunch of mood swings. And uh, somehow, though, Bryce asked him that, um, that, that his girlfriend Carrie murdered her mother. However, though... Justin refuses to testify. So now he's being in contempt. 
So we're outside the war, war we're outside the courthouse later on, and uh, Novak is walking down the steps. No, no, Benson's coming out of the court, and Dr. Warner comes over to tell Benson that Carrie's mother, Mrs. Eldridge, had alcohol in her system when she died. So there's got to be another reason. There's something going on. I mean, did she got drunk and uh, fell? I don't know what it is, but Dr. Warner is certain that uh, Mrs. Eldridge had like a bunch like, was it abusing with alcohol and shit like that. So that's a title of this episode, Intoxicated. So somehow, somehow, you know, they're going to find out that, that um, the drinking led to her death. I don't know what it is going on right here. Because at first, Benson has a feeling that Carrie killed her mother, but there's got to be another reason why Mama died, though, because she got drunk. So, we're at the um, we're at the Mrs. Eldridge's apartment again, and Benson comes in, looks around the house. She finds a bunch of alcoholic bottles in the kitchen, underneath the sink, in the cabinet, in the bedroom, underneath the bed. Oh my goodness, you! I mean, Mrs. Eldridge had like a bunch of alcoholic beverages all over, and. And then next thing you know is uh, no wonder why the mom's in like a fit of rage and shit like that. Or control it. I don't know. That's some crazy shit going on around here. It's like you're hiding a you you I mean Mrs. Eldridge has like a drinking problem and then you're gonna hide all your bottles somewhere so your family wouldn't even find out and shit like that though. Hmm. I mean it's like um Oh my goodness. I mean Mrs. Eldridge try try to get buzzed or get lifted or Trying, I don't know what it is. However, though, Beth Stabler, Beth Stabler comes in and um, he sees all the mess going on around here, though. So, Stabler comes, looks around, and uh, he's trying to figure out about how, what about Carrie's mood swings or migraines. And guess what? Stabler finds birth, Carrie's birth control pills underneath the sink. Ah! No wonder why Carrie's been acting this that way, though. So, we're back at the Rikers right now. Carrie's there with the lawyer, Mrs. Bryce, and they found the birth control pills. And then she was, she said, Carrie says she was in her period. And then somehow she was under day six of her period when she killed her mother. However, though, I mean, um, she's trying to trying to look back on what happened that day when her mom died. So earlier in the day when their mama died, she's, she gets a call from Justin saying that he's going to break up with her. However, though, it's like um, next thing he knows that um, my hey, Carrie's mother comes in the picture and um, and next thing he knows that um, then him, Carrie and her mother were arguing and then next thing you know is that um, Carrie saw her mother drinking the bottle and she tried to stop her. Next thing you know, the Carrie and her mother had an argument. And now you know, all of a sudden, you know, Carrie's mother, Mrs. Eldridge, he, she slaps her daughter, like pimp slaps her daughter. And she, Carrie decided that she had enough of her abuse. I mean, her mother, like, like visibly abusive, verbally abusive, cursing her out and stuff like that, though. So, however, though, Carrie fought back. Carrie fought back 
and beat the shit out of her mother with a lamp as for self-defense. And um, next thing you know is that um, and, 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 and Ms. Ms. Eldridge, she just got beaten, fell down, got her head open, she dead. However, though, no, Simone Price tells Benson that this is an act for murder, stuff like that, though. So that was like self-defense. So next thing you know is that we're at the bar right now, and um, you see Benson, and she's sitting there having a drink. Novak comes and sits next to her saying about Carrie J be convicted or whatever, though. So however, though, Olivia tells ADA Novak a story about she got into an altercation with her mother. So Benson tells uh, her that um, she was planning to marry this guy so she could get away from her drug mother. Somehow one day, in other words, her and her mother were arguing and her mother was drinking and all that stuff. But however, though, I mean, her mother hit her and next thing you know that she fought back by um, slamming her against the wall. But it turns out that she didn't kill her mother or something like that, though. So, and then she tells Novak that uh, after the incident, though, she got in contact with uh, Simone Bryce. So, I think Simone Benson and Bryce have history together. So, no wonder that, she, that Benson called, like, um, um, children's rights attorney and stuff like that, though, because then... Um, to be able to save Carrie. I mean, she consented with a grown man, so that's crazy, though. So we're at the courthouse right now, and the verdict is in. Carrie is found guilty of manslaughter. And next thing you know, Carrie's being taken away, and Justin sees, and sees she was like, Justin tells Carrie, I love you, baby. And then she's being, right now, Carrie's, Carrie, Carrie is going to jail. I mean, However, though, um, Simone Bryce comes over to Novak and she asks Novak why she, she didn't plead her out. They look over there. They see Detective Benson sitting there on the bench. Oh, so uh, they, they, there's no reason why that she, she didn't plead out or something like that, though. Next thing you know, Fade to Black, end of episode. So it turns out that... Um, Carrie killed her mother, right? And next thing you know, because it's self-defense, because the mama was drunk, and Justin is taking the rap bars. I mean, at first it was Justin being her mom because um he because he she's going after him with the statutory rape thing, but I think it was the Carrie somehow killed her mom, and it, it relates to Defective Benson because her mom was drunk, so it's relatable. But this was a good episode. All right, so since the episode is over, here's my final thoughts. Just like Jerry Springer, you know what I'm saying? So, let's start off with Carrie. I mean, you are a high school student. I mean, what are you doing with a grown-ass man, though? I mean, 20... I mean, imagine your man's like 30 years old. I mean, that's like statutory rape. I'm not saying that Carrie's a freak. I mean, she says that she's falling in love with the dude. and well, I, I mean, whatever, though, but... I mean, she didn't consent, though. I mean, I mean, she made a choice. Well, but somehow, you know, that's that's uh, against the law. But I mean, but 
But I, I all I know is that back in ancient ancient times, you know, girl has to be fourteen to marry a man, something like that. Though, I mean, that's like back in ancient times. So, this is this is America. I mean, it's crazy though. And as for Justin, right? He um, he's twenty one years old. I mean, he should have known better. I mean, I mean, he should have asked what what her age is. I mean, he should have left it alone. But um, it's like it says, like two young people falling in love. I mean. You got a grown man and she's a teenager, stuff like that, though. I mean, I don't know what it is. Oh, that's crazy. But um, Carrie's mother, Mrs. Eldridge, Denise Eldridge, I mean, she got a drinking problem. I mean, I mean, sometimes you be drinking like vodka, gin, and all types of alcohol, wine, beer, stuff like that. I mean, liquor. I mean, liquor is like a heavy-ass drug, but imagine, I mean, your mom was like an alcoholic. When you consume a lot of alcohol, it brings out like negative spirits. I mean, you be at the wild and crazy, getting aggressive and rough, and it's it's toxic. And somehow, you know, I mean, Carrie should have beat her mom. She she should have beaten her mom to death. I mean, she just she might have an option just to walk away or go to family court, get a restraining order or something like that. I mean, say something nice to mom. I mean, but. Your mother could be a pain in the ass, I mean, but you know, you have to honor your mom and stuff like that. That's how I know the scriptures, dog. That's that's all that's all I know. So damn. Finally speeded about that. Um and you know, it reflects on the um the Olivia Benson's little childhood, you know, when she was young. She had her own experiences arguing with her mother because she was drunk and all that stuff though. So anyway, that's my final thoughts, you know. Besides that, right now I'm just chilling in the house. You know, as I know it's a, it's a President's Day. I'm not gonna be work. I'm not gonna be working as a slave, at least though. But I, when you think about this podcast, you know, I'm, am I good at breaking this stuff down? I mean, you can come and tell me. Don't be afraid. I'm not gonna bite. If you tell if you tell me I can do better, I'll do I'll do better. And I'll try to do my best right here in the humor. I'm not I'm not like Amy Schumer, but I mean, she be she be stealing other people's stuff, but I don't know. I don't steal my stuff. I make my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. By the way, there was no new episodes of Law and Order SVU or original Law and Order and um, what you would call it, the um, organized crime. But I just want to let you know that there's a new spinoff series called Law and Order Toronto: Criminal Intent. But you're not going to see it over here in the U.S. It's going to be over in Canada. And if you want to watch, if you want to watch, if you have any streaming stuff that's from Canada, you got like whatever or subscription, I mean, you should check it out. But Law and Order Toronto Criminal Intent, it's like Criminal Intent, but it goes through like the minds of the criminal. But I don't know if I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to watch it because I live here in New York. But it's like a spin-off. It's, you know, Law and Order got a Canadian spin-off called Law and Order Toronto. So if you could go on a computer, you could download it. I mean, do what you do what you call it, all right? Now, I, I want you to, when you think about this episode, right? Show me your thoughts. All right. So there's nothing much to talk about. I'm not like uh, Bonnie Ray, but uh, I want you to thank y'all for listening in. And um, I'll be back next week with a new episode. And Twisted, you can find us on Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, 
in Jetpack, formerly known as um, WordPress. And you know, I'm gonna post. I'm, I'll post it. I'll post weekly on Twitter and Facebook. Catch up with the episodes. And what do you think about my breakdown? Am I making any sense here? Not like rapper common sense, but <laughs> anyway. Thank you for listening in. Like and subscribe. This is BD Rose, and I'll be back next week. Have a blessed week.